Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about TrueCar. TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the TrueCar Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Hope you tune into my show, Untold with Maria Menunos, this Thursday night at 8 on E. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yes! Care, you're beautiful. Okay, we chose this song for you because, you know, you had a little bit of a moment in this episode, but we just want you to know, we know you're watching and you're beautiful. And <laughs> hey, everyone else, thank you so much for watching. It's House of DVF, episode three, season one, and I'm your host, Christina Zias, along with... Hey, everyone, it's Anastasia Waller. Hi, guys, it's Teresa La. And this was another awesome episode, actually. Yes. So let's get right into it, okay? We find out... That in the very beginning, the girls get an assignment to create their own wrap dress. And it's the 40th anniversary of the wrap dress. And it's kind of what made the DVF brand so famous. So mm-hmm. having that opportunity is huge. Yeah. And cool. one of them gets to possibly go in the collection. So not only do they get to design, but hey, it could be hanging up in huge. stores. Right. I can't wait to see more of this mm-hmm. and see what happens. And like, I mean, they have... All these outlets do. They have all the fabric they can choose from, like, mm-hmm. all the patterns. That's exciting. Yeah, it's really cool because as a brand ambassador, they probably weren't thinking that they got to design and do styling and work press events. So it's awesome. What did you guys think? Because Brittany was, like, all on this. She was like, I, ha- I know this. Like, these other girls have never done it before. Who do you think has the advantage or who do you think will do the best in this kind of challenge? I think Brittany and Gina, just because they have the experience in styling and they seem to know the fashion world pretty well. And when we see them later on in the challenge, they're the ones that really step up and shine, outshine everyone. Yeah, definitely. I think Abigail might be good too. I mean, we saw her sketches on last week's inspiration board, so maybe she has and a the trick hair up her turban. Sleeve. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. How can you forget about the head turban? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Okay, so let's get right into this because this was a huge episode for Kier. Mm-hmm. She's kind of was hated a lot mm-hmm. in like the first couple episodes, and also I guess in this one. But Diane called her up to her office and wanted to have a meeting with her and 
Did you guys think that she was going to get fired? I didn't think she was going to get fired. Um, it seemed too early in the episode for her to get fired, but I think that it was a warning, which it turned out being a warning from Diane. And I liked this. I was telling, uh, I was watching this with my fiance and I was telling, I really like the way that Diane advises, um, the contestants because she leaves them with dignity. She doesn't just break them down and put them down. And she also kind of plays a mind game with them the way that she asks, you know, their opinion of what they think of themselves. And, you know, well, okay, well, if I casted you in a movie, would you play this person? Would you play the bitch in the movie? You know, so I like that because she makes them think of their own traits and kind of, you know, reverses the mirror on them without pointing the finger and coming off as, like, she's judging them. Uh You're totally right. She does a great job at that. Mm -hmm. And Lenore kept saying it. I feel like she gave, like, Kiara advice before she spoke to Diane. She was giving Tiffany advice. She was like, she spoke to me, and I feel so much better. Right. So adding on to what Anastasia said, I think this episode is really a testament to what a great mentor Diane is. I mean, she has a way of affecting positive change in these girls just one conversation at a time. And you can see when the girls leave, they're really thinking hard about what they need to work on. Mm hmm. Absolutely. And it's hard to take just because it's, you know, DVF and it, it is really critical advice, but it is constructive criticism coming from her. And you kind of just have to really listen because, you know, she's been in the industry for so long that it's, I mean, it hurts, of course, but in the end, you know, you know, it's going to make you a better person for it. She has these sayings and part of me is like, there's no way she just speaks like that on the regular, <laughs> but like she actually does, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like all the clips and previews for the show were all of her quotes, uh-huh. but like they're just coming out and like, it's not a confessional. Like that is just her in conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is really inspiring. Mm-hmm. So she chooses Kier to come with her for, to the CFDA awards, mm-hmm. which she is the president of. Mm-hmm. My goodness. Like, all the other girls, okay, they were hating for sure. Mm-hmm. But that is huge. Why mm-hmm. do you guys think she chose to chose Kier to go with her? I think it was to put her in the hot seat, and it was the ultimate challenge. I think that's what Amanda called it, and it was her chance to really prove herself. I think she was maybe on the fence with mm-hmm. Diane, and so Diane wanted to see her step up and give her a chance before you know, making a decision on her. And she was probably testing to see what she would tell the girls because when Diane brought her in the car she asked her oh did you tell the other girls what did they say so she wanted to see how Kier was going to handle you know being given that great opportunity is she going to go brag about it is she going to you know go take selfies and embarrass herself all over the carpet and put it put it on her blog so how is she going to handle herself even with having the opportunity and you know how are the other girls going to take it and how is she going to deflect that, you know, attention, is she going to be full of herself about it or just, you know, have humility? See, I, I mean, I agree with all that, but part of me thinks that at this point, like, she thought Care was the only one who is polished enough to bring with her. Like, I feel like she kept saying so many nice things about her mm-hmm. into it because you can't bring just anyone to the CFD Awards. Right. But obviously everyone who was there probably knew that she had this show going on and they probably want to know a little bit about it. So she's probably like, who at this point in the game is like ready? What about to Brittany meet though? I feel like Brittany I mean, would I think, have been a good candidate. I think Brittany too. would have been a good candidate too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them would have been. Yeah. What do you think about Brittany saying that she chose Kara because she's like, looks like a Barbie? I don't think that was. Mm, yeah, that was kind case. of a low blow. It's kind of a low blow. Yeah. 
But at the same time, it was a compliment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Kira has a lot of potential. I think we got to see her prove herself this episode. Well, I think that she proved herself in past episodes, too. I mean, mm-hmm. she kind of knew what she She's was always a hard worker. That's the thing. It's like Definitely. you can't hate or knock her hustle because she does work really hard. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, so she comes down and, like, she kind of doesn't necessarily handle it very gracefully because she comes skipping in the room and tells the girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I would have played it down a little bit. A little bit. bit. Yeah, her facial expressions were kind of giving too much. Yeah, like talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> but it is exciting, so I get that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So she gets to go to the CFDA awards, and she gets to get the glam on, right? Mm-hmm. So that means oh my god, hair, makeup, yes. dress, everything. And we finally see her being a little bit more vulnerable, which mm-hmm. I really like because she does always put on this show. And you know, what Brittany actually said in the episode, she's like, the reason I have a problem with Kara is because she tries to portray herself as perfect all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And in this episode, we clearly see, like, she isn't perfect, and she doesn't think she is either. Yeah, I thought that part was a little weird, though, when she started breaking down, when she broke down and started crying, and Jessica even said something to her, like, what are you doing? This is a great opportunity. You get to go to this award show. What are you crying are for? You yeah, and we're in the work environment. So I, there was humility in it, but at the same time, it just made her personality seem a little off balance to me, that she would go from one extreme to the next. Well, my thing was that with that was I wasn't sure if it was Jessica that kind of pushed her buttons because I know she was trying on dresses and then Jessica had made a comment about uh, it not looking flattering. Yeah. Pushing pushing buttons is probably the wrong phrase, but she was like, well, that's not flattering on you. And then that's when Kira got a little bit more conscious about how she looked in the dresses, which I thought she looked amazing. But I think... With that going on, and then with the emotional conversation she had with Diane, I think maybe that just escalated at that point. All I know is that, to me, dress shopping is, like, the most painful thing in the entire world. I remember even, like, for a prom, like, my mom was with me, and I must have tried on, like, a 100 dresses, and nothing ever looks good. Dress shopping's just hard, like, for a woman's body. You know, like, everything just has to fit right. True. So... I get it, girl. That's all I have to say about <laughs> she that. She has an amazing body. She does. She's so tall. And Jessica asked her, well, what size is it? And she was like, I don't want to say. I don't want to say. I'm like, what, si- what is it? Like you, a two or a four? It yeah. can't be. But I mean, whatever size it was, I feel like she had the whole DVF store at her hands. If she could, if she wanted to wear a wrap dress, which the whole point of the wrap dress is to be flattering on almost every body, then she could have just grabbed a wrap dress. They, they yeah. were going to find something for but her. But you can't wear a wrap dress to the CFD Awards. <laughs> Rihanna was there in crystal. I know. Okay? <laughs> like, imagine you being like, oh, hey, Rihanna, like, check out my wrap dress at the CFD. Like, no way. Well, actually, in the book, though, Diane did do that to two fashion shows, which kind of relaunched her wrap dress. She to wore, I think it was a... Uh, I don't want to quote because I could be wrong, but I think it might have been a Christian Dior Chanel, which a couture show though, and she wore the wrap dress, and at that time it was unheard of. So oh. just saying, she could have pulled a nice little thing. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I did like that we got to learn about Jessica a little bit more this episode, especially in the scene with her and Kier. And I think she handled it so well, and I think it really helped Kier get her confidence back, and you know, mm-hmm. just give her what she needed to go into this event. No, I, yeah, I agree. She seemed really nice because she c- came off a little bit cold before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
The staff always surprises me. I always think they're going to be really rude or really cold, and they end up being really endearing when the girls are breaking down. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, nice people. Like, they're mm-hmm. there to help them. Like, I think that we kind of forget because it is a reality show, but they're looking for someone to be a part of their team. So, like, mm-hmm. they, they really, like, do want them to succeed, mm-hmm. you know? It's kind of like for actors in LA like they always say like for casting directors people are so scared to go into the room but, like the casting directors like want to love you you mm-hmm. know what I mean so mm-hmm. just do the best that you can like just be yourself right and I think that's kind of how this works as well mm-hmm. yeah okay so finally let, let's get into the CFDA awards because they were really <laughs> beautiful and glamorous mm-hmm. and it was interesting to see someone who was so excited to go to them having a little bit of a difficult time mm-hmm. I mean what did you guys think about the whole Mary Kate and Ashley thing? Because of course uh, I'm obsessed with Mary Kate and Ashley, and I was like, oh my gosh, that, <laughs> that was such a snub. Yes, and that takes balls to just be like, can we take your picture for the blog? You know, right? But I wish that they talked about more of the like why she was taking these photos mm-hmm. because it seemed like she kept telling everyone she's taking them um, for DVF's blog. I feel like she was probably taking them for her own blog. I think she did because she posted them all on her own blog. Today. Yeah, but. That would have at least gave her a little bit more of a purpose to be right. there. That's the thing. I felt bad for Akira in that situation because I feel like she just felt awkward. She wasn't really sure what she was supposed to do, if she was supposed to hang close to Diane and escort her, if she was supposed to do her own thing. And like then, mingle with everyone. Yeah, like, so I felt I did feel bad for Akira. I felt that I felt awkward for her watching that. Yeah, I don't think she was given much direction other no. than she was gonna attend this event with Diane. Right. So she really I think worked with what she had and she did a good job. She did. Mm-hmm. And they seemed to be happy with her at the event as well. There were a lot of shots of her taking selfies, though. Yes. But I were. wonder, I mean, if that was just exaggerated. Well, Teresa <laughs> and I were talking about that because we have a few blogger friends with large followings, and we were saying how when you do have a blog and are trying to promote yourself as a stylist or ambassador, that those are the things that you just kind of have to do where it's, it's part of the job. Embarrassing to someone else. You had to be, you know, taking a selfie, but. It ends up looking really great on her Instagram right. or blog. So I kind of was proud of her because I don't think that I would have the guts to do that. I'd be so nervous. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, she has the goal to like go after and just do it and not care what people think. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I would be crushed if I asked her because I like them too, but she didn't care. She was just like, Oh, that sucks. But then yeah, kind of just, she just brushed it off yeah. and moved I on. I mean, like, and also like, what are you going to do? And it's not even like they didn't say anything. It was just their PR that was with them. Right. Those are the personality traits about Kira that I love. Like, that I wish I had in me. That she doesn't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Kid. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel like sometimes you have to have that to succeed, especially in that industry, mm-hmm. you know? And I think Diane sees that. That's why she keeps giving her opportunities. She just wants Kira to show more humility and to come across... Um, well, Diane said something about her having... The way that she's cold is probably insecurities. So I think I, the other word she used was vulnerability. I think she wants her to have, you know, to be more vulnerable. vulnerable. Yes. yes. And humble, I think mm-hmm. she yeah. said, too. Do you guys think that she became more humble after the event and after her talk with Diane? Um. Yeah, I think so. Although, I don't know about that because we did see her in the hotel room with Lenore and I, I think that conversation that the two of them were having I'm jumping ahead a little bit but she made a really good point and said that she thinks that this whole experience was is to like attract a new customer like a new woman mm-hmm. and like she said something like oh the new woman like the millennial woman loves dark lipstick so like why are right. you hating on uh, all of us and telling us like to do something different you know yeah 
And Lenore's like, I think that Kiara thinks she knows more than DBS. <laughs> and like, I don't think that she thinks that, but I think she does. It's a good it's a question good, to raise. Yeah, definitely. It's a really mm-hmm. good point. Like, who, who's your target? Like, who are you trying to target with this? You know, mm-hmm. like, if you want me to be your brand ambassador, like, why are you hiring me? Like, as opposed to all these other girls. And if you do want me, like, well, this is who I am. This is what girls like me like, you mm-hmm. know? So I don't know. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she's necessarily more humble, but I don't necessarily think she was arrogant before either. I think that there's a lot of good editing yeah, going I, on over here. That's what I was going to say. I think yeah. there's a lot of good editing. So while she's at the CFDA Awards, the rest of the girls are getting ready for the press event. <laughs> and Lenore just kills me because she's like, oh my oh, gosh, oh DVF, I mean, Kiera has a photo with Rihanna. And then the girls run over and they're like, yeah. <laughs> that's not a photo of her with Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. But it was kind of nice to see him getting things ready. And it was finally like Tiffany had a moment to yeah. shop. Mm-hmm. She was really great with merchandise. Mm-hmm. She is styling the shoes and knowledgeable, mm-hmm. which I think everyone was like a little bit surprised. Don't count her out, you know. And that was a good setup for you know the end of the show when we find out what that happens. Tiffany goes home. Yeah, it was yeah. on Sunday. I'm sure yeah. you guys kind of know that, by now. but yeah, I know that was kind of sad. I didn't want her to go home, but I mean, we have this press event, and she didn't really do the best of job. No. no, but they didn't really give the girls that great of direction um, coming from a PR background. It, there's a lot that kind of goes into preparing people, and it's better just not to say anything if you don't know anything, but they had to. They just put them in the situation, and the girls knew nothing, and I think they should have done a lot of research on their own, of course, but just, I don't know, it was just so messy. Diane actually live-tweeted this episode on Sunday, mm-hmm. and one of the tweets, she said that it wasn't the girls' fault and that they weren't prepared. So I remember I saying that, that as well. Right. So I don't know if that's implying that, you know, like Stephanie and Jessica didn't prep them well enough or right. if it was something else. And Stephanie mentioned that, too. She said, I, I feel like I've done everything that I could have prepped them, but they could have gave them a little one sheet that says this, 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 this. Right, all the facts. Right. How much, you know, certain right. things retail for that. Or, like, when are they going to hit the stores? It just seems like they told them right before the... It really did look like that. Do you think that's be- how it actually happened? <sighs> I almost want to say, like, yes, because otherwise they're really good actresses. They actually didn't know anything about it. Right. Yeah. And it causes drama, and you have a storyline, so I think that could have been the case. too. But this was so embarrassing for me to watch, especially when they were showing the titles of who they were talking to. Oh my god! Editor in chief of Lucky and this person. Yeah, give it time. Like, oh my god, big players in the fashion. I know. I was dying. Oh, I felt for them too. Well, the one thing that I kind of wondered was how come. Obviously, certain girls know more than others. At right. this point, we know who they are. Gina knows a lot more. Amanda, she's had internships. Brittany knows. Brittany here. Um, how come they let the other girls continue to talk? I feel like Gina should have stepped in when Tiffany was talking, but then they would say something in the confessional later and be like, oh, I felt so bad for Tiffany. I'm like, step in, like, break that up and tell her. I do think it's a little bit difficult sometimes when, like, someone's, like, trying, all of a sudden comes out and tells you, like, that they're from the Bronx and, yes. like, in the middle of you trying to work on color that. block, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, like, I don't Wait. know how I transition in and out of this. What about Abigail? Speaking of transition. Oh, Abigail and Amanda. Yes. <laughs> no, Abigail, like, I love her, but it made me really I uncomfortable know. because she's really cute. Like, she's so yeah. funny and, like, I want to, like, grab a drink with you, you know what I mean? Right. But I... 
I think maybe she had a little too much personality for she this event. She needed to tone it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I feel bad because in the confessional, she said that all she knew how to be was herself. So, so mm-hmm. she doesn't really see what it is. It just needs... I think a lot of personality is good. It just needs to be toned down and packaged up in a professional way. And I feel really capable a little bit. of that. Yeah. Yeah, she is. I think she just needs some training. Mm-hmm. And I think part of it is that they just really weren't prepared. And if you've mm-hmm. never done this before, like... You don't know necessarily, like, if you're selling the clothes or you're selling yourself. Right. You know, because I think as part of the brand, like, they need to fall, like, in love with the DVF girl behind the clothing as well. Mm-hmm. Right. I think she was trying to come off as down-to-earth and really personal, but it was just too much. Like, she made a comment about from beach to the street. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my boyfriend loves her. He uh-huh. honestly, he's like, oh, she's that girl's going to win. She's so funny. Right. I'm like, okay, Steve, like, that doesn't... Like, necessarily determine right. who wins, who you think is the funniest. But right. she the is edit- very entertaining. The editors are really intimidating, too. Yes. Yeah. So when you're not prepared and you're thrown in the situation and you're dealing with these high-powered people, you know, like, I can't say that I wouldn't do the same. A lot of it must have been from anxiety and being nervous. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go I, I will say, I actually thought the editors were really nice. Like, I, like, even, like, Gina, like, someone asked Gina a question and she was like, oh, she was going to go run off. He was just like, no, you don't like have to do it right this right. second. Yeah. Like, they were nice to them. And they the, could have been rude and been like, how come you don't know this? Like, why am I talking to you? Even well, the girl, last girl with last Tiffany. Girl. Yeah, she meant to, when Diane asked her, oh, how did the girls do? She said, oh, well, Tiffany was really great. But, you know, it was more of a sales pitch. She would be great for the floor. floor. So you're right. She didn't totally yeah. put her down. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought I, everyone was actually really nice. Mm-hmm. And obviously... A few girls did better than the others, which is why we didn't see them at mm-hmm. all in this part of the episode. Like, I wish we saw a little bit more Brittany yeah. talking because she, and they they said something about, like, in the previews, like, she's a really great speaker. Mm-hmm. I feel like she'd be fantastic She at probably this. did great, yeah. yeah. And I think Amanda would have done, if we saw more she would of have done her, well too. she would have done well. But did we even see her talk at all? No. We saw her try to transition. Oh, uh, with Abigail. With I think Abigail, Abigail was just too much. I feel like we saw a lot of her talking about Abigail and not yeah. being able to transition. Yeah. As opposed to actually seeing her deliver. Right. We saw all the, the not so good ones. Okay. <laughs> what about Lenore? Like, oh, Lenore. Oh, that's what I, I was really gonna... feel for her. I knew, that's what I was going to say was funny about the girls that they were describing very basic things. Like she, Lenore was showing her purse and she was like, you can put your lip gloss in it and your keys. I mean, these are magazines. They know what the purse, the function of a purse is or just other things like, yeah, you can wear this here or there. It's like, they know. She's like the biggest bullshit artist of all time in this yeah. episode. But like she meant well. Like she, and she thought she did great. She thought she did great. She was, I really like her because even though she doesn't always get it right, she always tries her hardest, I think. And right. she's really nice. She's really, she seems like a really sweet girl. And I yeah. don't agree with the DVF team when, I don't know if it, who it was in particular that said it, but she said that Lenore's not trainable. I think she absolutely is. She is. Oh, do you think they said she said that? Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't remember. I, I know she was Asian, right? Yes. I forget her name as well, but she oh. seems. I like her. She's. She's she said SB Lenore and Jessica. Tiffany weren't trainable. Oh, I didn't know that she said Lenore. Mm-hmm. I thought she said like some of these other girls, like Tiffany, aren't trainable. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me feel bad. Yeah. And I think Tiffany could have been trainable too. Yeah, she, she just needs experience. She does. I think that her working on the floor going forward is going to help her a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously Tiffany leaves. 
Yeah. <laughs> Tiana was so upset about it. She's not here tonight. I know. It. <laughs> it was, I felt bad for her, but I think it was handled very well. And I think that it needed to happen mm-hmm. because I don't, I really liked her and I think she was doing a good job, but really in the long run, like, I don't think she would have won. No. And it was, it's nice to see that she at least has an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can tell Diane, like, loves her. Right. And how about the conversation with her and DVF? It was nice. It was mm-hmm. so great. It and was really sweet. You can really see that they have a strong bond. And I think Tiffany talks about it in her blog, how, like, from the instant that they met, they felt, like, a connection. And DVF just really just sees Tiffany as such a gem and has so much faith in her. And I think that's really going to affect Tiffany and her career going forward. She has all this confidence from DVF. Mm-hmm. And if you have someone believing you that much, you can only succeed. Yeah, Diane that's referred really to her as um, a young Angelina Jolie, which, you know, is funny because she kind of resembles her, but also because Angelina was very rebellious when she was younger and all these love affairs and tattoos, and now she's you know, ambassador and okay. does all these human rights. She's things, like so, so sophisticated. Right. Now. Yeah. So Tiffany, we're rooting for you. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really sad about this. It was, but I don't know who else I would have chose to go home. Yeah. I think it would have been between her and Lenore based on this challenge, mm-hmm. which was interesting because last week she chose Tiffany to come up and then ended up switching her out for Lenore. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. So I think but, Lenore in this next episode really needs to step up. She's in the hot seat. Lenore tried at the press event. It's just that it wasn't, she didn't have, she wasn't knowledgeable enough. You know, she was saying very basic things. Whereas Tiffany, I feel like the way she, the, her try was different. Like when she started talking about the Bronx or why would she even say I would wear this with jeans and an oversized t-shirt? Like nothing in the showroom is like jeans and oversized yeah. t-shirt. Right, like DS so, doesn't do that. Yeah, so I feel like she, in a way, almost didn't even try. It was just like she clammed up and then just, you know, just talked without thinking about what she was saying. It, it was a sales pitch. Like, mm-hmm. she's probably perfect for the floor. Right. Give that girl some commission, she's yeah. good, you know? <laughs> right. So. And fun fact, I read that she's going to be working at the DVF store in, in the meatpacking district. Oh. In New York. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So y'all can go see her. Which is really close to the headquarters. Yeah, it's like underneath so it, pretty much. Under Diane's watchful eye. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that Diane really stays like true to her word and tries to help her out. Because I think that even though she's starting from the bottom up with like some good mentorship, she can like skip a few steps and like really, really succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see the girls all really work with Tiffany. Like mm-hmm. They are rooting for her the entire time, and they all are really upset when they find out that she gets kicked off. I can't believe how upset Brittany was. I know. I it was really sweet. I know. But kind of surprising. Like, I know, I'm sure Brittany is so nice. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like, she cared, cares about Tiffany. Like, in the last episode, she tried to help her with her inspiration board, too. Mm-hmm. But she was really hurt about it. Yeah. She was definitely rooting. I mean, Tiffany is clearly the underdog in this series so she was definitely rooting for her but I mean at the same time it's like hey there's only everyone's someone's gonna get eliminated every Every week week. there's only eight people so well Brittany had said that she had saw Tiffany change so much in two days and if she were to stay longer you know I think a lot more change could have happened so I think she was just upset about that Mm -hmm. alright guys who do you think will go next 
Uh, oh, I I'll, I can go ahead. I think that <laughs> give me your like three predictions. Oh, okay, okay, three predictions. Predictions. And now you're I think um, Lenore will okay. go next, and then I think after that Abigail will go next. So those are. I'm just like strongly after this episode and the last one, those are the, the strong two that I feel like are going to be eliminated. And then my top three, should I do top three? Yeah, go okay. for it. So top three, I think it's still going to be Brittany. I think it's going to be, I'm going to go with Amanda still. And I will go with Gina. Interesting. Here might just be, I mean, after that talk and then how she gave that suggestion about, oh, Diane needs to get up with modern times, I feel like she might just hit a chord with Diane and, you know, shock everyone and just be kicked off the boat. I really would love to be a fly on the wall when Diane was watching that back. Yeah. Ooh. I really would because I wonder if she would either be like, she is a bitch, <laughs> or if she would be like, hmm, she has a good point. <laughs> because it's a little bit of both, right, you know? Right. I'm, I don't know. Diane, let us know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my top three are the same as last week. Brittany, um, Kier, or Gina. I don't know, because we, next episode we see Gina hit the bottle a little bit more A lot of should, it, yeah. So that right. could jeopardize things. So it's between Kier and Gina. And then Amanda. I think the one that doesn't get the most scream time is the one with the least drama. Mm-hmm. So I think that... Every time we've seen her, she's, she seems to showcase a lot of maturity. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm rooting for her. Okay, I really want to root for Amanda. But I need to see Amanda. Right. I feel like we had, like, I feel like I like her and I think she'll do a great job. She does seem, like, poised and confident. Mm-hmm. And she does have some experience, more so than a lot of the other girls. But I feel like she hasn't even been on the show. Right. Right. And maybe DVF will see that, too, and say, hey, you need to showcase yourself more be more out there if you especially if you're going to be brand ambassador so that's why i agree with you yeah like why do we think that she could do it we haven't really seen any of it you know Mm -hmm. i think because she's been removed from the drama i think that's how i interpret it as but i don't know i think editing too maybe maybe i think probably Mm -hmm. maybe there's so much drama so that's why right she hasn't got enough time okay so my top three are Brittany, kier and then I'm gonna, I think I mean obviously I'm gonna say Amanda too because I don't know. <laughs> but because it would be Gina's weird. hitting that bottle and I right. feel like she jumps in a pool later on oh, in yeah, the yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. So I can't go with that. Lenore, I feel like there I really like her, but there's too many strikes against her so far. Right. And same with Abigail. Right. And then is that it? Are those only girls left? There's only six, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This season's gonna fly by. Right now. That's crazy. Okay. Do you guys have any news or gossip you want to share? Okay. I do. Let's hear it. Okay. So today I had a really exciting opportunity. I went to the DVF store on Melrose and I got to meet the woman of the icon, the woman in charge of this whole thing, Diane von Furstenberg, who's our picture. And I also got to meet Brittany, who's on my top three. Uh, and then Diane also signed my book, so I'll show you guys that right there. You, these pictures are so cute. Yeah. So she was really nice. I caught her last minute as she was walking out. She asked me what my name was, where I was from, and she was really sweet. She signed my book, so 
after uh-huh. doing this show and then continuing to the show, it was really exciting to meet her. That is really exciting. That's yeah. Awesome. I, I was like it. still intimidated though. I felt like I was one of the girls. I was like, oh, I'm but sorry. she's everything you thought she would be and more. Yeah. Uh, were there a lot of people there? List? Uh, because I was towards the end of her signing, there wasn't. I know she has a signing tonight that's supposed to be really big. Right. Um, it's at the Skirball Center. I think there's like a question and answer there and a paid event. So. But yeah, it's nice. That's cool. I um, wish I got to go to it. Do you have any news or gossip? Um, no, not really today. I think we already talked about how Tiffany, I didn't realize it, uh, but she had applied for the show through Craigslist. Did you guys know that? No. no. Oh, okay. I That's so Tiffany, though. I know. <laughs> to be honest. So she found an ad, you know, to be brand ambassador for DVF on Craigslist, applied for it, and that's how she got on the show. Wow. Is that amazing? That's awesome. <laughs> what? Yeah. I need to go on Craigslist more often. <laughs> Craigslist is awesome. Like, there's some yeah. good gems out there. There are. I was talking to my mom about this, right? Um, like, I, I really want, wonder how they found most of these girls. And she yeah. was asking me, she's like, how did, like, these, she's like, how come you're not doing this? I was like, I don't know, mom. <laughs> I should be doing this, you know? One of my friends actually auditioned to go on the show. I oh, think really? they had a casting at FITM. And oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. See, that's really interesting. They yeah. probably hit up Phantom, FIT, Parsons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Craigslist. sent me the flyer for it before the show even came up that I knew this was going to And then once I, I, we got on the show together, I was like, oh, my God, that's a thing that you auditioned for. So, yeah. Huh. So what did her audition process, do you know what it was like? I can't remember. I didn't ask her. All right. You got to find out about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah, get I back will. to us. Yeah, I will. Definitely. Oh, well. All right, you guys. Um, oh, my only news and gossip is I did, I was looking through Twitter and Kara kept talking about how she was going to post more photos from the CFDA awards. Um, so I actually looked at it and I like to recap a lot. So I'll check, check it, it out. out. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And the photos were cool. Um, yeah. But yeah. Where hopefully can they- we can get some of the girls on the show. I know. Oh, yeah. They keep saying they want to come in. So hopefully we're working on it. Stay tuned in the next couple weeks. Yes. Yes. We want everyone on. Definitely. In LA, at least. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Teresa Jane. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stay Classy Anna with two N's. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at and at MissZias.com. Thanks, guys. Thank Thank you. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 